Good day. It's 2022. This is Philippine History Today, March 16. In Homonhon, Eastern Samar, 501 years ago, Portentus Arrival, March 16, 1521, Saturday. Fernando de Magallanes and his crew make landfall at the island of Homonhon at the mouth of Leyte Gulf. Homonhon was uninhabited at the time, but fishing boats of nearby local settlements on the main island of Leyte would welcome Magallanes and trade food and supplies with this crew. It would not be until Easter Sunday two weeks later on March 31 that Magallanes planted a wooden cross on top of, of Lima Sawa and gave the name Las Islas de San Lazaro to the group of islands that he had encountered. Because of his efforts to convert the residents of the island of Mactan to Catholicism, Magallanes lost his life in a battle with its chieftain Lapu-Lapu and his men. It would be another 44 years before the arrival of Miguel Lopez de Legazpi in February 1565 in Cebu. In Washington, D.C., 121 years ago, preparation for eventual independence. March 16, 1900, Friday, U.S. President William McKinley establishes the Second Philippine Commission, with William Howard Taft as its first head. The Taft Commission was at first the sole executive and legislative body of the Philippines under the sovereign control of the United States of America. It was also an investigative commission, like its predecessor the Sherman Commission of 1899. With the enactment of the Philippine Organic Act by the U.S. Congress in 1902, the Taft Commission became the upper house of a bicameral Philippine legislature, with the lower house being the elected Philippine Assembly. Among the many laws it promulgated during its existence were the 1900 Civil Service Act, which established the civil service system in the country, the 1901 Education Act, which laid the foundation of a comprehensive modern school system, and the set of laws that established different government offices for statistics, forestry, mining, health, and customs. Elsewhere in the world, truly global pandemic. March 16, Monday, for the first time since the outbreak of COVID-19 as a pandemic, global infections and deaths overtake those in China, as tracked by Johns Hopkins University. Total infections on that day worldwide were around 87,000, as compared to China's 80,860. Deaths outside China numbered 3,241, while those inside China was 3,208. The most substantial rise in infections were occurring in Italy with 25,000 infections and more than 1,800 deaths. At the time of the publication of this podcast episode, almost 462 million have been infected, 6 million have died, and 10.7 billion have been vaccinated. And the rest is history. Keep reading about these events from reputable sources, then come back tomorrow, March 17, wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs>